Hi, welcome to Let's Talk Bonds, a weekly podcast from INR Bonds. I'm Arjun Patsarthi. And in this podcast, you'll come to, um, we'll talk about three things. One is the, the ultra low rates and the ultra loose money of central banks fueled a loan party. The second is that the loan party was funded by corporate bonds issued very largely to investors who are looking for uh, extra returns given that uh, 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 given that there were ultra low interest rates available in most of the highest safety assets. And the third is that what will happen to these corporate bonds and the investors who hold these corporate bonds will they face what will they face when the interest rates rise and the money vanishes from the system as inflation threatens the economies globally uh, before that let's see what let's start take you through what let's talk bonds is about it's about the options available to fixed income investors in india and we'll talk about various uh, levels in the markets what are the returns available and what is the best option that could be available to you in the current macroeconomic and uh, in, in investment uh, uh, environment. Um, do not forget to download our app, Quick Invest by INR Bonds, which gives you the most pure, the best curated bonds by us through, uh, through our uh, own uh, research and uh, analytical uh, expertise. And we uh, give you the most information and the most transparency and the easiest of in-app investment process. It was a tough journey going from an intern to a senior professional. Now to protect my savings against high inflation and grow my wealth, I invest in bonds with INR Bonds. Download the INR Bonds app to save better. Uh, Coming back to the topic of the fact that is the loan mela driven by corporate bonds over? So in the last couple of years, as everybody knows, what's the COVID hit? The central banks from US Federal Reserve to ECB to every other central bank, including the RBI, cut interest rates to record low and pumped money into the system by technically what is called expanding their balance sheets. So they just printed money and gave it to the market. But whenever the central banks print money and give it to the market, there is so much of money floating around. It's very cheap and a lot of excesses tend to happen. So we saw excesses happening in equity markets. We saw excesses in happening in um, credit markets where we saw, for example, junk bond deals uh, uh, falling sharply as more and more investors get bought into higher yields available on these bonds. And the reason they're called junk bonds is that they are fundamentally not as strong as other uh, higher safety bonds. And the third is uh, other areas like cryptos and many things. And there was also, uh, uh, you know, economic bubble in real estates in many parts of the world, etc. Uh, which is what the central banks wanted, but uh, they never bargained for inflation. And uh, one more uh, thing that happened was that uh, there was a huge number of uh, fintech companies that start that um, that promised loans to uh, borrowers to uh, digital experience at a very very fast 
period of time. So most of these uh, loans are personal loans, unsecured in nature, and they were given over the over an app in maybe about thirty minutes or less, uh, because the fintechs, as given as they want, is making the customer experience the best. It is fair, given that they were able to reach um, the uh, fintechs uh, are able to uh, go out to. Borrowers who have been traditionally not been able to get fund loans in the regular market, even the banks, etc., because of the cumbersome nature, and uh, hence that with fintechs coming up, many of these uh, uh, borrowers who needed funds, given that the economy was expanding, example MSMEs, small business owners, they needed to catch up on inventory, shore up inventory, needed working capital, and uh, so fintechs were able to. Manage that process. Uh, manage that requirements largely through the digital channels, and also they also they went out to the consumers in terms of giving out loans or personal loans, loans for holidays, loans for education, loans for buying um, electronic goods, loans for shopping, loans for eating out, loans for everything under the sun, and it was all uh, very fast. And uh, these fintechs were funded by Private uh, venture capitalists and private equity investors, and they uh, many of them grew very fast as well, and they were also able to uh, uh, borrow money through the corporate bond market by issuing bonds to investors, because many investors were chasing higher returns, uh, given that interest rates were at record lows, and they had lost so much of money floating around. Uh, everything was doing well, so they had a lot of money to invest as well. And wherever these uh, invest uh, fintechs uh, and many other lenders, uh, even traditional lenders, were able to um, access the corporate bond market, then they they got funding at uh, to in terms of their own risk profile at relatively cheaper levels than what they would have got through the institutional market. And there's a lot of a uh, lot of these bonds that have been raised. Um, over the last couple of years, and uh, this looks to be um, this uh, would have continued if the inflation had not really picked up bubble. So coming down to the uh, corporate bond issuances, these issuances of fintech companies in India, or I'm not even saying fintech. I don't want to you know label it. Uh, a lot of these non-bank lenders in India. I. Uh, were able to access the corporate bond market uh, through influence of uh, bonds, through market-linked debentures, which found a lot of favor with uh, high, ultra high net worth uh, investors. And uh, they were able to raise funds um, where, uh, um, where they were able to then grow their balance sheets and uh, on lend it to the borrowers. Uh, given that they were able to raise the funds at levels of say anything anywhere between nine uh, to eleven percent, or even higher, if you take all the fees, etc., then uh, they were still able to make a very reasonable margin uh, on their loans, as uh, as uh, given that they were very uh, driven by technology, they were able to uh, assess credit. And also market these loans largely through the digital channels. Um, but the, the 
the question is now with uh, again coming back to the main thing where interest rates which are ultra uh, low and inflation uh, and uh, liquidity that is money in the system at very high levels and with inflation now uh, raising its head and uh, threatening economies if uh, when interest rates rise and uh, money vanishes what happens to these lenders so clearly one is that they may not be able to access the corporate bond market at the cheap levels they had uh, were able to access earlier and uh, even more important they may they would have to increase the uh, cost of the loans which is already very high and this may not go down well with the borrowers who could uh, in fact uh, get hurt if the interest rates and money vanishes from the system because there could be a lack of demand and if this lack of demand hits then they could their businesses could also see a drop in growth but uh, even more important what happens to the existing loans that they have been given out can they be um, will they be able to repay the loans taken by the uh, taken from the lenders uh, so with this i'm talking about the consumers who borrow the loans or they will also have a problem if they the economy suffers in repaying the loans a uh, one positive aspect is that most of these loans are very short term in nature and before the whole uh, scenario erupts in terms of interest rates rising very sharply and money getting withdrawn from the system again very sharply they might be they would uh, the business continuity would be still there cash flows would be still there to pay off the lenders but uh, they may not be able to get more loans at uh, reasonable rates and they might have to cut down their um, growth as i mentioned earlier uh there but coming back to the corporate bond uh, market then what happens to the investors who invested in the bonds of these lenders now they had invested knowing that the risk is pretty high given that the loans are unsecured in nature but uh, given that interest rates were still very low and money was very easy uh, and they didn't see that inflation is going to rise very fast they were able to uh, take that extra risk uh, in the whole, in in the in the knowledge that in the next at least 2 to 3 years the lenders will not have any problem but now if things go really bad very fast then uh, the lenders could have problems getting back my getting liquidity to refinance the loans and if this uh, uh, if this problem surfaces very uh, surfaces and then the the investors corporate bond investors then could see uh, a lot of uh, could see uh, could see drop in the portfolio value of the bonds because one is definitely the yields will shoot up uh, given that extra risk the markets will start to factor in and prices of the bonds will come down but even if they hold it to maturity uh, if the lenders are pretty much uh, liquid and are able to uh, have a stronger balance sheet and are able to access more money from their equity investors then they would be able to clearly uh, service the loans but many uh, some lenders who had gone over aggressive and uh, in lending 
and borrowing, they could face issues. So invest, corporate bond investors would have to be extremely careful now, uh, given this uh, macroeconomic scenario, where the whole thing has changed. Uh, you have interest rates rising, inflation, sorry, uh, money uh, coming out of the, withdrawing very fast from the system, and uh, inflation eating uh, into economic growth and risk aversion, which is now already seen in equity markets and also seen in many corporate bond markets uh, across the world, uh, could also hit in India. Uh, so it's best to be, um, the investors need to be extremely careful on where they're investing in. Uh, again, they are going to see a lot of pain because uh, yields are still low. Central banks are still going very slow in raising rates and withdrawing money, but they might have to do it much faster if inflation is going to be rising very fast and not controlled, not getting controlled at all. So that's the biggest challenge the markets face now. Corporate bond investors also face this big challenge and they would have to start demanding higher risk premium for investments in corporate bonds, especially for the uh, lenders uh, who had uh, who had a party for the last one and a, one and a half years mostly, and uh, if this uh, party driven by central banks and central banks now going the other way, then this party could actually stop. Uh, thank you very much for listening in. Do not forget to uh, follow us on all our podcast channels: uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music. YouTube as well. And um, uh, do not forget to download our app. You can invest by INR Bonds for the best bonds available to you with the most information, transparency, and our own proprietary risk score, which factors in all these kinds of risks to the price, to the yields as well.